We live our life on this autopilot that is conditioned into the circumstances of this very forceful, pressurized world, and we become a slave to an entire system. We abandon ourselves. We step outside of ourselves. We don't know ourselves anymore. Maybe we never even found ourselves. And there comes a point where there's a really empty, hollow feeling associated with being of service to something that is not of service to you. And taking yourself out of your body essentially and forcing yourself beyond your means and when you come to the place of not being able to anymore of being so exhausted so tired at that point it's almost too late if you only love yourself when you're doing well you don't love yourself if you only love yourself when you're performing well you don't love yourself if you only love yourself when you have the energy to show up in the best way that you can show up then you don't love yourself you love yourself only conditionally conditionally based on what you are able to produce conditionally based on what you're able to give unconditional love is letting yourself be where you are at it's knowing that every day is going to look a little different it's knowing that sometimes your energy is going to be bright and beautiful and beaming and other times it's going to be low but it is your job to show up no matter what in those moments but you're awakening already right it's already happening that's why you're here and why you're listening nothing is broken in your world nothing needs to be changed nothing needs to be different and yet everything is constantly changing because it is the inevitable nature of that which is eternal what i've come to realize in this endless searching for answers is that there really are not if you spend your whole life trying to get your act together then then what do you have you have an act right instead of a life Hello and welcome back to Figuring Shit Out. I am Vanessa Fontana and this is episode 18, one that I was not sure I was going to create this week. Um, This episode is going to be about burnout. Um, I am sitting here on my soapbox, no camera, no preparation, no presupposed words to say, just me and my microphone in my room on Sunday evening, honoring the weekly chat and not having any blueprint, not having any map, not having any true guidance for what I want to say or what I want to speak in the honor of not needing it and not having it ready. Um, Burnout is something that I think we all struggle with given the expectations and the hustle culture and the societal norm around never doing enough. And I think it is exacerbated by social media and the internet and seeing other people in their wave of success and wondering why it's not you and wondering what you can do to get there. And it's this like constant striving and an overexertion of your mental energy, your physical energy, your emotional energy to get to a place that you think you might be happy at. It also can come from, you know, placing your worth and your value on external demands, external pressures, external productivity, external achievements. And I have suffered immensely from it for so much of my life as a doer of things. Um, And I think that where it all sources down to is really the external value that you extract from performing and from doing things and from achieving. And in place of your physical health, your mental and emotional well-being, you strive and you strive to feel good after something has been produced and you struggle to rest. And I have gone through so many cycles of this in my life because I've always pushed myself beyond my limits 
And I think that being kind of disconnected from my body for a really long time, from my emotional self for a really long time, I didn't really know what my limits were. And so I do remember having long bouts and periods of extreme fatigue and extreme burnout when I was in high school, when I was in college, just because of how much I pushed myself and how much I punished myself, honestly, in the face of needing to extract a reward, in the face of needing to extract achievement. And that being where I got my sense of self. I think that we put so much on our own ability to do things because we know our limits and we know what we are capable of. And it always feels like there is this potential, this untapped potential that we're all striving for. And in striving for that, we abandon the present moment. We abandon ourselves and it feels like clockwork that I will notice I'm feeling burnt out and two days later I will get sick. And this always happens where I'm craving some sort of rest, fantasizing about some sort of rest, and then my body forces me into it. And when this happens, I notice this deep, deep resistance, this deep desire to not be sick, this deep discomfort with being sick, being physically unable to perform where I'm used to performing and feeling so useless because of that, feeling like I am under the pressure of overwhelm to get things done that I can't do because I'm physically unwell. When in reality, we need rest. In reality, we need breaks. In reality, this standard that has been perpetuated by some social norm that we're supposed to have our nine to five jobs and then a side hustle and then a vapid social life and then a beautiful fulfilling relationship and then also keep ourselves well and go to the gym and also be thinking about saving money and investing in the future long term of everything it all boils down to everything outside of ourselves. It all boils down to us striving for this sense of accomplishment that is never found outside of ourselves. And I think the realization that you are burned out is at some point, and this is where I'm at, really disheartening and painful because in my journey of healing and in my journey of self-love and rediscovering what that means to myself, the fact that I cannot let myself rest is so counterintuitive to everything that I speak about and everything that I root for. And in the moments where any of my friends need help or are sick, I encourage them to rest. I encourage them to know that no progress will be lost and that in fact, you will be able to do more if you give yourself the time to do less when you need it. But the fact that I cannot redirect that energy to myself, I think it shines a really big light on the feeling of pressure and this pressurized environment that, yeah, maybe you feel from the external world. Like, yeah, maybe you are pressed to meet demands at work, or maybe you are pressed to meet demands from your parents, but we put ourselves through this and there's no denying that. And I think the realization that I've put myself through this for so long and have had this habitual burnout continuously happen is really the crux of what I think that this episode, this short episode on burnout of me talking about my burnout will be about is that burnout comes when we are disconnected from our bodies, disconnected from ourselves, when we don't listen to ourselves, when we don't pay attention to the fatigue that can completely clamor our body. And we go against and we push harder and harder and harder. And at some point, I think you ask when you've been through enough burnout in your life, what is it for? For what? Will it ever end? And I think that that feeling of overwhelm, that feeling of not being able to relax because you're holding it all together 
is so incessantly false. When you realize that you don't have to hold it all together, it's not your job to, it's not your job to figure it all out right now, right this minute. And wherever you are, you are young enough to give yourself time and space to relax and to rest. You don't owe anyone an explanation for taking a break other than your employer. But even then, there is this idea that we are not allowed to take breaks for our own sanity, that we are not allowed to take breaks that are simply for us having the time to enjoy our lives, that they have to be for something, that a vacation has to be planned. And it's this culture of serious hustle where if you look at Europe, (laughs) Europe Typically, the days are centered around work and they're not eight hour long hustle grinding work days. Typically, it's about a four to six hour work day with a very long lunch, maybe add some wine in it. And they take a month off like mandated in the middle of the summer. Everyone is not working. They're still paid. And it's the culture I think that is normalized in America. I think that it is completely exacerbated by the fact that you can now make money on the internet and you can now make money by striving for success and by being your own brand and creating yourself as the center of it all. And I think that it's really easy to get caught up in that when you are the performer and you are the executor and you are all of the things and that the value that you can extract from it is really very wonderful and freeing and amazing to see what you can do, but to know that what you can do is not who you are. It will never be who you are. Anything that you create is a beautiful expression of you and your unique ability to articulate something into something beautiful, but it is not you. And take away the hands that write, take away the heart that beats, take away the the lungs that breathe the air. What are you at the end of it all? What are you when you're forced in bed to be sick? What are you when you are forced to rest? Are you happy or are you miserable because you can't use your facilities? And I think that that's really what it comes down to and realizing the priorities that we have in our lives and how so much of this striving is for something that we aren't even able to define half the time, that it's just because we have to and this conditioned idea that we have to, this conditioned idea that we are not enough on our own, raw and vulnerable and bare as we are, that we must extend ourselves to a million different places and be everything to everyone and be these multidimensional creatures that have many hats and wear different outfits to every version of life that we have to have a resume of things behind us before we are worthy of anything at all is a lie. And it's been so heavily conditioned into us that we are conditioned to burn out. We are conditioned to fall at the foot of our bed and then feel like something is wrong with us because we don't have the energy to carry on. And there's nothing wrong with you. Personally, in my experience of this burnout, which kind of translated into physical sickness, which translated into depressive episode of which I haven't experienced in a very long time, which was really scary. Like it really was scary to be in that place again um, and to really feel the weight of it all. I really took a, a look at my life, all of the things that I was doing and started to realize that everything that I used to do for enjoyment or pleasure, I've now turned into something of purpose. So I don't just really write anymore without it being a direction or an inspiration for the podcast or some video that I'm creating or some story that I'm trying to tell. I don't run anymore without it being for my marathon training. I don't really create in my own space because I don't have the time to do things that aren't for the purpose of something else. And I've conditioned myself into taking all of my hobbies and essentially putting them into work, into some type of purpose, which I think is wonderful, right? Like great, amazing that I've really been able to create this, but taking a look at 
the survey of my life, realizing how little time I've left to rest and how I've given myself no time to play, no time to live simply, no time to simply enjoy and really truly romanticize the moment of everything and how much I've looked at the things in my life as formulas to basically propel into another area of being. And I experienced this really deep, deep sadness that really came from a feeling of energy loss, a feeling of overwhelm, a feeling of really looking at my life and wondering what was truly providing value to me, looking at my relationships in my life and wondering, am I able to be my authentic self in these relationships? And if I'm not, then I need to likely exit these relationships because truly not having the space or the time for anything that does not fill you is a decision that you have to make at some point in your growth journey that maybe the things that feel like they are draining you of energy truly need to be removed and that when you have become sensitive to that type of energy drain, you must listen to it. You cannot push it under the rug. And I think it started for me a couple of weeks ago when I did not listen to my energy being drained and I just kept going and going and going. And it always, always happens, especially if you are a highly sensitive person that kind of absorbs a lot of energy from the outside world, how important it is for you to spend time simply with yourself, how important it is to simply spend time to rest, to do the things that you enjoy doing for no other purpose than you enjoy doing them and how crucial and important that is to your success and how if you reach a certain curve of doing work for over like five or six hours, every hour after that, that peak will be less productive. Whereas if you shut your laptop, if you go for a walk, if you go outside, if you give yourself the energy to recharge, you will get more done in a quicker amount of time because you are actually capable and able. And when all of those things start to get a bit much, when simple tasks seem really heavy, when simple tasks seem completely overwhelming, when you are not excited to do the things that you're usually excited to do, when you feel a sense of fatigue that plagues your whole body, when you are unable to connect with people, make eye contact with people, really have engaging or meaningful conversations. These are all signs that you're burning out, that your physical energy is being depleted and your mental energy is also being depleted and it likely has been for a while. Your physical body will likely be the last thing to show you that you are tired. You have to spot the signs quickly and it can be so hard in this society where we are forced to push and force and basically go beyond our own needs to serve something outside of us. But I promise you, you have to take the time to rest or else your body will force you into it. And then you will likely devolve down a pathway of wondering why it keeps happening to you over and over and over again if you don't take the time for it. It is wonderful to have a creative life. It is wonderful to be able to want to create things. But if you turn that into something that you have to do, you put your creativity in a box. If you have every second of every single day planned into making sure that you reach these goals by this certain time frame, then you are leaving no room for spontaneity. You are leaving no room for play. What I started to notice would happen is I would be hanging out with one of my friends and in the back of my head, I'm thinking about the urgency of having to be somewhere. I'm thinking about the plans that I need to make. I'm thinking about the things that I need to do and just the lack of presence because of the feeling of needing to control every little thing is where the burnout really, really starts. It's when you are not present in anything that you're doing because you're trying so hard to keep it all together because your body is tired, your mind is tired, but you are forcing and pushing. And when that happens, our instincts become depleted. We actually can't tell right from wrong. We're not able to make the right call because we are so trained into not listening to our bodies that we completely miss all the signals that might mean life or death, that might mean warning, that might mean do not go to this place at this time because we are turning them off constantly, incessantly. And I cannot stress the importance of being able to really be in touch with yourself. When you don't want to go somewhere, you're tired, do not go. Do not go because the more that you make the decisions to overextend yourself, the more that you are depleting and telling yourself that you are not worthy of rest and that you can keep going and that you 
actually have a lot more than you are pretending like you don't. You're basically gaslighting yourself into believing that you have the energy and the capability to show up for something. And something that I realized in my burnout in my episode the last few days was really that I was putting half of myself into the things that I was doing, that I was showing up halfway. And how harrowing that felt really to have to kind of hold all of these things together, piecemeal all of these things together. When if I just took a couple of days to rest, if I just designated one day of the week to do absolutely nothing, to let myself be guided, to let myself be inspired, then likely I would be able to bring my full self to the things that I want to do. But we deplete, we let ourselves completely run on E and then we don't recharge when we're supposed to. I'm going to read a quote from the Women Who Run With The Wolves. It's a book that I've been reading for a long time. I highly recommend it. Um, But it basically talks about self-preservation in this chapter. And there's a story around losing your instincts. And this happens when your creative life is starved, your authentic self is starved, when you sacrifice yourself for a larger thing outside of you, and then in turn kind of have to figure out a way to fill the gaps in the holes that you may have left open because you are not really showing up authentically. Essentially, that that is what this chapter is about. But I thought that it was really relevant to the burnout that I was feeling. And it says, while consistency, follow through, and organization are all essential to implementing creative life, the old woman's injunction to be proper kills off any opportunity to expand. So there was an old woman in this story, and she was basically an archetype for harrowing and for clenching a fist on a creative life of this child um, who wanted to really express themselves fully and freely. This old woman was sort of the nagging urgency in the background. That's sort of what she stands for. So I will go on. It is play, not properness. That is the central artery, the core, the brainstem of creative life. The impulse to play is an instinct. No play, no creative life. Be good, no creative life. Sit still, no creative life. Speak, think, act only, demurely, little creative juice. Any group, society, institution, or organization that encourages women to revile the eccentric, to be suspicious of the new and unusual, to avoid the fervent, the vital, the innovative, to impersonalize the personal, is asking for a culture of dead women. In being good, a woman closes her eyes to everything obdurate distorted or damaging around her and tries to live with it. Her attempts to accept this abnormal state further injure her instincts to react, point out, change, make impact on what is not right and what is not just. Now, this talks specifically of women. If you are not a woman, do not identify as a woman. The point that I am trying to make here is that the less that we listen and the less that we really act upon the needs that our heart has, our intuitive self has, our emotional body has, the more that we turn off ourselves. We live our life on this autopilot that is conditioned into the circumstances of this very forceful, pressurized world, and we become a slave to an entire system. We abandon ourselves. We step outside of ourselves. We don't know ourselves anymore. Maybe we never even found ourselves. And there comes a point where there's a really empty, hollow feeling associated with being of service to something that is not of service to you. And taking yourself out of your body essentially and forcing yourself beyond your means and when you come to the place of not being able to anymore of being so exhausted so tired at that point it's almost too late because at that point you've turned off all of your instincts for wanting desiring for listening to yourself and you have basically become a machine and you're not a machine you're not So let me take the rest of this episode instead of talking about burnout and what it means because I'm sure everyone knows what it is and how it feels and the dangers of it is probably a long list of reminders on what I need to hear and what I likely needed to hear before I fell into this burnout. It's important to ask yourself how much weight you hold on your identities outside of yourself. So how much do you place importance on the title of your job or the place that you work? How much do you place importance on the relationship that you have? 
romantic or friendships in your life? How much do you place your importance on the things that you produce or whether you are good at the things that you do or you're not good at the things that you do? How much importance or weight do you put on how many days a week you go to the gym or what you're able to do with your time when you're not at work or in school? Asking these questions will really get you into a place of understanding that productivity is wonderful. It's great. It keeps us alive. It keeps us going. I know that if I would have went outside two days before I got sick and depressed, that maybe I wouldn't have wallowed myself into a certain melodramatic time. Although I do think I needed it, I do think I needed to just like sit and cry and be where I was. With that being said, productivity can be toxic when we base all of our expectations for worth around it. Productivity can be toxic when we force ourselves beyond our means to do things that we are not able to do because we extract value out of not even the act of it, but in the finishing of it. So you are really... If you've been wanting to learn a new language, connect with your family heritage, Rosetta Stone might be perfect for you. It is the most trusted language learning app available on desktop or as an app, and it is truly immersive in the language you want to learn. It's been a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered from Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, with fast language acquisition and speech recognition as a built-in feature to give you feedback on your pronunciation like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. And for a limited time, Figuring Shit Out listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today today. tired your body is shot you want to sleep so bad but you get up and you force yourself to go to the gym and at the gym you get onto the weights and you go a little bit more than you normally do because you want to prove to yourself that you can do it and you finish the workout and it was really intense and your body is likely very fatigued but you feel a good sense of accomplishment because you showed up and you did it whereas If you would have taken the day to rest, if you would have maybe done a lighter workout, you would have been able to conserve your energy for the next day. But now you're operating on below E. You're operating on below E. So the next day you go and you're only half there and you force yourself beyond your means and you continue forcing yourself because of the extraction of value that you're getting from it. Because your worth is associated by whether or not you did this thing or you didn't do it. You don't simply let yourself be. You don't simply accept yourself as you are. And I want you to know, and I wish that there was someone there to tell me this when I needed to hear it. You are inherently valuable. You are inherently valuable just because you are. Just because you have a beating heart and because you are loved and because you have the capability to love. That is simply enough to make you worthy, to make you valuable. You will figure everything you need to figure out in divine timing. You are not going to rush to the finish line. There is no finish line. There is no timeline. Any arbitrary restrictions that you're putting on yourself for, I need to do this by this time, are arbitrary. Remove them. The more that you do something out of force, the more that you do something out of necessity, out of urgency, the less you are allowing your childlike wonder to move you, the less you are allowing spontaneity to come in, the less you are opening yourself to opportunities of bliss and abundance that you might not even see because you have the blinders on of arbitrary need. You don't realize how much you are blocking yourself from your blessings by needing them to occur in a certain timeline, in a certain time frame, by needing them to happen in a certain way, by trying to be the orchestrator of everything. You don't have to hold it all together. All you need to do is show up the best that you can show up every day. And it really is your job to know what that is. Rest. You are allowed to rest. Take a break. You are allowed to take a break. No one is going to slap you on the wrist. No one is going to tell you that you can't. If you're tired, go to sleep. If you don't want to go to the party, don't go to the party. Start listening to yourself. Start 
taking care of yourself the way that you would take care of a friend or a child. You are deserving of unconditional love, but you are the only person who can truly give that to yourself. You are the only one who goes to sleep with yourself every single night and wakes up every single day and you deserve kindness and you deserve to be kinder to yourself. You are not based on anything outside of you. You are you based on you. You alone with your beating heart and your breathing lungs, you are worthy and you are capable of just being you and not being enough. You don't need to try so hard. You don't need to strive beyond your means. It's a beautiful thing to show yourself what you're capable of and you do have beautiful limitless potential, but you will not reach your potential if you are always running yourself dry. If you have nothing left to give, you will not be able to give to anything. If you don't give to yourself, you can't give to the world. If you can't give to yourself, you can't receive things. If you can't give to yourself the spontaneity, the ability to play, the ability to have fun, then what is your life for? The temperatures are rising. There is global warming happening. There are aliens being recognized by our government as we speak in the United States. Does it really matter if you get to this place by that time? Do you even know if you have that time? If you spend your whole life just trying, 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 striving, striving beyond your means, you're just a sack of bones at the end of the day. To be happy, to be fulfilled, you don't need anything at all. You don't need all of the things that you place your needs on. You just need the presence of every moment. And you don't need to be so hard on yourself. You don't need to maximize every time into productivity, into the need to do something else. You don't need to have your mind overwhelmed and overfilled with the necessities of tomorrow when you are not there yet. Last night, my boyfriend had asked me if I wanted to watch a movie and I said yes. And he was like, okay, you know what movie do you want to watch? Do you want to watch a comedy movie or this? And I literally almost started to cry because I realized that I don't ever get to answer these questions. I don't let myself answer these questions. I don't let myself watch movies. I don't let myself enjoy the little pleasures, the little things of life. The last time I watched a movie with someone that I loved, when was that? I don't know. And in that moment, I just realized like, this is what matters. Like this is this is the thing that matters about life. Now it's one thing if you spend all of your days watching movies, there is necessary balance that comes with life, but whenever you are tipped on one scale versus the other side of it, you're going to feel that complete dissonance and I just in the last few days, really started realizing where my priorities have been, how much I say no to things that will be fun, that I know will be fun, that I want to do because I'm too busy, and how much I say I'm too busy to go visit family that I love, to go make trips to see people that I love, when sometimes it feels like the relationships that I'm watering in my life aren't the right ones that I should be watering. Some of the things that I'm doing aren't necessarily giving back to me in the moment and there is a fear that if you pull away from it if you pull away from your creative life or your work life or you kind of start to rebalance your life in different ways that you won't be able to get back to the place that you once were you know we start building momentum we start doing well and we want to keep that up but in the process we don't let ourselves have the necessary rises and the necessary falls that occur in every single stage of our lives and I think the realization that I have made my life all about the things outside of my life and really taken away from myself in the process of that and I've almost fooled myself into thinking that I was loving myself doing well for myself by overextending myself in those areas when really and truly what I was doing was identifying with those things in a bigger way extracting value from them in order to place my worth onto them and it was really hard to record this episode today because I really wanted to just allow myself to be guided and I wanted to allow myself to just feel the things that I was feeling and if I felt like doing it then I would but I think that this has become very therapeutic for me in a lot of ways and needing to have a structure around it has sometimes really benefited it but other times really made it feel constricted and I think that with this podcast it's ever evolving and I never want to look at it as work or something that I have to do or ever something that burns me out because this is something that was started to fulfill me and allow me to really expand in my life in ways that 
gave back to me. But it's just so important to remember that you are not a machine and all of the ideas that you have of the things that you want to do, you will have the energy to do them if you just let yourself sit, let yourself be inspired and guided into those things. At the end of the day, no one is putting a gun to your head telling you that you need to overperform or else. You have so much choice in your life and you limit yourself so much by thinking that you are limited in your choices, that you must, you have to, you can't afford to not. Really take a step back and look and see if those things are true and see if those things are really benefiting you. We are desensitized to so much and shut off our intuitive capabilities so that we can serve things outside of ourselves. But at a certain time, you really have to sit back and ask what your life is for. If you're enjoying your life, if you're enjoying the moments in your life, if you're trying to have fun every day, if you laugh every day, if you don't laugh in a single day, it's a waste of a day, in my opinion. (laughs) And I think that that's what we're here for. We're not here to be machines. You're not a machine. You're not a human doing. You're a human being. That's what they say, right? There's no timeline. There's no place you need to be. There's no thing you need to do or create or prove to anyone. Just let yourself be. Let yourself rest. Let yourself be tired when you're tired. Let yourself dance when you want to dance. Let yourself do the things that your heart is desiring to do. Make time. Make space for them. Make those things a priority because if you do that, you will be able to show up and be productive and be mindful in the things that you're creating in your life. And I do think it's kind of funny because when I was thinking about what I wanted to speak about and kind of planning out my podcast episodes, A really big theme for me was productivity hacks and things that I do to be productive and, you know, how I shape myself for a productive day, et cetera, et cetera, and how I really pride myself on my ability to do things, which I think is wonderful and great. And like, yeah, I'm super disciplined. But the flip side to that is that I'm sitting here now recording an episode on burnout before I'm recording an episode on productivity or mindfulness or being able to get a grip on your life. Because when you hold too tight of a grip on your life, then everything shatters. And there is something to be said about you not having to hold it all together. You are loved. You are supported. You are protected. You are just as you are. And that's okay. Step into the unconditional acceptance of yourself to saying no when you want to say no, to listening to your instinct when you need to rest. Know that taking time to rest is essential. It gives you the power and the ability to show up. If you don't do that, you will be running on E. Your relationships will falter. The things that you enjoy doing will seem less enjoyable. You don't need to have a schedule every single day. You don't need to fill every ounce of your time. And a lot of times we fill every ounce of our time to escape sitting with ourselves because sitting with ourselves is so uncomfortable. But if you strip everything away, if you take away your ability to go outside and to go for walks and to perform and to create and you are forced to sit in bed, what are you? Are you comfortable? Are you happy there? Can you just let yourself be? Can you let yourself be nothing and do nothing and still feel valuable, still feel like you are something? You get there when you get there. You don't need to worry about getting there before everyone else or holding yourself to this unattainable standard. And from my personal experience, this burnout has been particularly lonely because I do feel somewhat isolated in the sense of having it together because it is something that I hold myself to, a standard of performance, a standard of productivity, a standard of showing up for myself. Even when I don't have the strength to do so, I force myself to do it. And I don't talk about my fears, my insecurities, my struggles, because I don't want to give life to those things. Those aren't the things that I want to focus on. Those aren't the things that I want to speak to and allow to sit in my subconscious. I don't make my life about the things that are difficult. 
And I think in doing that and being self-sufficient, sometimes it can be really isolative when you do have the moments of dip, when you do have the moments of sadness and depressive episodes and anxiety because everyone outside of you can look at you like you have everything together and you don't need help because that's what you project outwards. When in reality, we are all human beings and no one is immune to that type of fall. No one is immune to that type of sadness and anxiety and pressure and everything caving in on them. No one is immune to those feelings that is part of this beautiful, wonderful, perplexing, and sometimes very painful human experience. And I think even the most self-sufficient of us, the most independent of us can forget that we're human too, can forget that sometimes we need help and we need support and we need someone to talk to and we need to just cry and be little babies in our beds. Because at the end of the day, it does feel like there's just this child inside of all of us all the time that's yearning to get out. And the more that you let that inner child come out and play, the more that you let that inner child rest when he or she is tired is the more that you are able to show up in the ways that are productive and insightful and give some sort of external meaning to your life. But you must know that your life and yourself has meaning regardless of the things that you're going through or the things that you're trying to create or the things that you're trying to be. You don't need to be anything other than what you are and anything that tells you or the voice in your head that tells you that you are supposed to be or you have to be or you need to be is just a nagging, nagging urgency that you have to let be quiet sometimes. You have to know how to quiet. You have to rest to allow to falter and fade. Otherwise, the creations that you touch will be filled with a sense of disingenuousness, not because they are disingenuine, but because they are not at your fullest potential or capacity. You are not letting yourself flow or get inspired. You are simply doing it to do it. And I think that the worst thing we can do is to live our lives on autopilot, is to forget about our humanity, is to treat ourselves like we are machines geared for output. We forget our human beingness. We forget that we're just kids half the time. We forget that we're just pretending we're just in this cycle of flux. And I think it's so interesting that my last episode was all about imposter syndrome. And it was all about how sometimes you fool yourself into thinking that you have it all figured out because you just keep going and because you pretend so much and you wear all these masks that you forget that you're on that endless journey forever. And I think that that's what happened to me, honestly. I think that I was just on this autopilot mode of producing, producing, output, things in my life, tending to those things that I just forgot to have fun. (laughs) I forgot to find the joy. I forgot to find the enjoyment in the process of not knowing. And I've taken a real step back. There is so much that I want to do with this podcast. And there's so many beautiful, beautiful moments I know will come. There is so many really dense and difficult topics that I want to talk about. And this episode was going to be about body image. This episode was going to be about beauty and the physical veneer that we wear in the world. And that was really what I wanted to create this week, but I couldn't bring myself to do it simply because I knew that I needed to show up for it in a certain way. I knew that there was a responsibility with talking about something like that, that for some reason I just couldn't live up to this week. And it was because I was running on E and now I'm creating an episode about burnout. So look at that. And it's just that idea that all of the things that you want to bring into your life, all of the things that you're able to artistically express You have to be an open palette of ability to do those things. And you can't be if you are on E. And for some reason, I knew that the responsibility, the weight of that episode, what I really wanted to create, I couldn't show up for. I couldn't. 
I didn't have it in me to do it. And I knew that it deserved more than I had. And I think that that told me everything I needed to know about where I was at. And then a day later, I was sick at home in bed, stressing about what I was going to do and how I was going to make up my work and this and that and this and that. And it's like, even in the moments of rest, we don't even rest. In the moments of rest, we're planning our escape plan for when we're able to be alive again and be ready to go again. And it's like, instead of being there, if you just let yourself be, if you just let yourself rest, you would get there naturally. You wouldn't have to force anything at all. Our bodies know, they know so much more than we do and we turn them off. We don't listen to them. We strive, we force. And I understand that we live in this society that asks us to do that. And that is our way of usually making money most of the time. That is the expectation that is set for us. But I promise you, you are not too busy to rest. You are not too busy to find enjoyment in your life. You are not too busy to simply be present and let yourself have room for spontaneity. Let yourself have room for play. And if you do those things, if you prioritize those things, then you will be overall happier and probably a lot more successful in the things that you want to do. But it's so backwards that we think that running ourselves dry is how we get to that point. It's never how we get to that point. It's never how I have gotten to any success in my life by running myself dry. It's only ever hurt me. And this is truly the first time in my entire 23 years of living in my series of burnouts growing up being this overperformer and this need to do things all the time type of kid that I've taken a step back and really decided that this will be if I have anything to do with it, the last time I get burned out, the last time I put my priority on external things to give me a sense of validation instead of first validating myself where I'm at, accepting myself unconditionally for where I am. And if you're on a journey of loving yourself, then you must know that that has to have the weight of loving yourself unconditionally. That has to have the weight of loving and accepting yourself for who you are without your job, without your friends, without your relationship, without your creations, without the things in your life that give you some sort of egoic satisfaction, which is normal and valid because we're human beings with egos that we will never get rid of. But you have to love yourself outside of those things. You have to be okay with yourself no matter where you are in your life, what you are going through. If you only love yourself when you're doing well, you don't love yourself. If you only love yourself when you're performing well, you don't love yourself. If you only love yourself when you have the energy to show up in the best way that you can show up, then you don't love yourself. You love yourself only conditionally, conditionally based on what you are able to produce, conditionally based on what you're able to give. Unconditional love is letting yourself be where you are at. It's knowing that every day is going to look a little different. It's knowing that sometimes your energy is going to be bright and beautiful and beaming and other times it's going to be low, but it is your job to show up no matter what in those moments. It is your job to know what your needs are. It is your job to know what your boundaries are. It is your job to love yourself enough to let yourself rest. And to know that even when you're resting, you are valuable, not because of what you will be able to create once you've rested, but because you are you. That is enough. That is enough. This was beautifully cathartic. Um, I kind of just went stream of consciousness and it felt really good. And I just want you to know that if you're nearing a burnout, if you're experiencing signs of fatigue and loss of enjoyment and things that... It might be the best thing to just turn your phone off, turn yourself off and get into your little cave to treat yourself as you would a child who is in need of some some help when they're sick and to parent yourself the best that you can. I have so much more in store for you guys and for this podcast, but first, it's me time, baby. It's time for me to just sink into the redefinition of what my priorities and my values are. I will be back next Sunday. I don't plan on abandoning this anytime soon, but I think redefining the way that I look at it and how it gives me value and really being able to not put so many standards on myself because of it or for it. And it's a constant learning and redefinition. And as someone who talks about healing and talks about self-love, know that I'm on this journey with you always and that you will always be 
on that flux of evolution. There is no finish line. There is no end game. And the point is to really just find the enjoyment in it. And it's so hard to do that when we set these standards and we feel that pressurized internal need. But let yourself rest before you're forced to do it by your body, before you're forced into a little depressive episode like me. Know that you're human. Know that it's okay to be sad. Know that it's okay to stay in bed for as long as you need to. But at some point, something will push you out of it and you'll get up again. You'll always get up again. You really will. I have so much love for this community and this little space. And I thank you guys so much for listening and for all of the beautiful, wonderful words and the support that feels really pure. I get a lot of messages telling me that I am helping to heal other people. And it's a beautiful beautiful thing but I want you guys to know listening that you're helping to heal me too and that this gives me a sense of purpose that is not based on this external value but it really does feel meaningful in a way where I can get up on my soapbox on Sunday evening and talk about my burnout for however long and I know that it serves me but I know that somewhere else it also serves someone else and it's just really beautiful and if you support the show um, please let me know your thoughts on this episode uh, follow the podcast Instagram. Everything is linked down below. My TikTok, all of it. I don't really feel like doing the whole spiel this week, but in the literal best way that I could end this episode, if you spend your whole life trying to get your act together, you don't have a life. You have an act. So go and live your fucking life. And sometimes living your fucking life means resting. So rest. Go. Give yourself what you need. Baby yourself. Let yourself sleep. Let yourself be. Ask for help if you need it. You deserve it and you deserve to be loved unconditionally as you are without anything outside of you determining your worth. You are inherently valuable. Okay, I will see you guys next week. Mwah. You got to look for the redeeming feature. You got to look for things to appreciate. You got to find a reason to make it okay where you are. No, I've got to strive and struggle and try. That's what I've been taught. Growth and expansion is my quest. Now, that's inevitable. Whether it comes easy or hard is the question. The horrible truth is that it's an inside job. That if you're going to get that love and that respect that you've just so lost, that connect, that union starts inside. To every experience of growth, there is an equal and an opposite. And that equal and an opposite is what drives you to that light. So you have to start inwards. You have to start first within yourself.